concerning us always. I promise you three things. The latest, the greatest, and nothing but the exclusive. So naturally, I got this boy, right? This boy of all boys. He's a mover, he's a shaker, he's a motherfucker R&B phenom. And he has this habit of cultivating music that's good for the soul, right? Um, it's not just the beat. It's not just the words. It's the beat and the words. And they always create a tone and a vibe that causes you to be lost in translation between your mind, your body, and your soul. It's something about the way he does, what he does and his ability to infiltrate who we are and just take us to the plane. Naturally, y'all remember him from his track by track when the behavior project infiltrated our soul. Without further ado, the man of the hour, of every hour, of all the hour. Hi, Apollo Mighty. What's up, baby? How you doing? I'm good in you. I'm doing very well. I'm sitting on the hood of my car, eating some pasta. I'm good. Uh, now, I don't normally bring my personal business on air, but I need to have a conversation with you, Apollo. Okay, what's up? I miss you. I miss you a lot. I miss you too. It's been a lot. It's been a minute since we were able to convene in this way. It's been a very long time, but you know, I I feel like sometimes you just expect me to sit at home and be lonely till I die. <laughs> I don't. I know that you're a very beautiful person. I don't expect you to stay in for too long. Why? You sure? I mean, I'm kind of sure. You know, I'm an Aries. I get a little jealous. I mean, because sometimes I'm just like, you know, my heart is broken. But you know something about when that good dick be stroking. Okay. Okay, who's? I know. I mean, you know it's hard to focus on one when the streets got a time. I mean, is that even a, is that, is, is that a valid question? I guess not. I mean, what you need to tell me? You know, I'm free to do me, right? A little bit. Okay. Well, since I'm free to do me, I, I guess I guess I might as well just go ahead and tell you, um, Apollo. I I've been holding this in, but I found another lover.
And I hate that you are gone But they can only last so long You got comfortable Thought I'd never go But I got another one Waiting in the wings Dying to spend time with me Another love Mama told me give me another love Come and put them hands on me Another love Don't take them too seriously Now I'm telling you why it was over and that I moved on and got another lover. 
I need you to do me a favor and take me to the state where you were when you created another lover. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's, I guess it's kind of about all of those things. Um, I did end a relationship that was kind of, uh, it was a serious relationship, you know what I'm saying? And I kind of felt stayed around in the situation for longer than I should until it got, like, healthy after we broke up. And one day, I, I mean, I had had the, the beat for a minute, and I guess I had kind of, like, been playing around with melodies, but I was in a car ride one day with some friends, and when I got home, the song just kind of started flowing because I had just felt like I had just been waiting for this one person to be like, no, like, I just, I want to get back together and all this other shit. And I had just kind of put myself on hold. And I was like, why the fuck am I sitting around here waiting for somebody to think, you know what I'm saying, it's my time, like, or, or some shit like that. Right. And so, and literally, you know, not to do too much at all, but, you know, like, I go out, I know people, people, like, people find me attractive, I find people attractive. And it was just kind of a realization in that moment as I was writing the song and then, like, the weeks that kind of followed that, that, no, I was free now. And it wasn't, it wasn't so heartbreaking anymore because I felt that sense of freedom. And this was kind of, like, helped me pin the song. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I used a bunch of my own, like, real life. Like, I do with all my, my music. I used a bunch of my own real life experience to write this song. So pretty much everything that, you, that I wrote in it, it was actual factual. So now, okay, so let me do, can I go on a journey? Let's journey. So I met you during the behavior era, right? And behavior painted a picture of love, desire, infatuation, right? You could definitely, you you can feel the heavy tones of a relationship in the behavior project. That's 2020. Now, 2021, you know, you, you took us through Smile, and, you know, Smile had this joyous, fun, flirty effect to it. Now, 22, LMSY, you started to play with who we knew you to be as the R&B artist we had fallen in love with, right? You took this more, um, you take this diverse approach to R&B and kind of blended these different melodies leading us up to another lover. Now, for me, another lover is totally different from the Apollo Mighty core we become accustomed to. So mm-hmm. we understand where the track comes from. Now, what made you take this particular approach as it relates to the sound and the tone of the song opposed to a traditional, you know, Apollo Mighty make your soul stir with that voice type isn't. Um, I've always told everybody who asked me about my process in terms of writing, I don't typically turn down a track. If somebody sends me something, I'll listen to it. If I don't resonate it or resonate with it, then I'll pass on it like I'll say not this one. But this it's very rare that I hear something that I fucking vibe with. And I'm just like, no, like, I'll, I'll take it and I'll store it away. And I'll just say, like, I don't know when it's going to come up or when I'm going to need it, but I know I'm going to need it at some point type shit. Okay. And that's what happened with this song. Somebody sent it to me. My boy, um, Anthony, sent it to me. He's a 
phenomenal producer, uh, and I was just, like, vibing with it. And at first, I, I would just play around with it and kind of, like, dance to it because I just felt like it was a good vibe. But the reason why I kind of stepped away from what I typically did was because it was indicative of where I was in the journey at that time. I was moving away from, yo, like, I'm in love. I want to speak to you. I want to talk about how real this shit is, yada, 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 to I have to now try to figure out who the fuck I am and how to, like, establish, reestablish my independence as a person mm-hmm. and feel and also feel sexy. Like, I, I mean, I know niggas don't talk about that type of shit a lot, but it's something really nice to feel good about yourself and to feel empowered in your sexuality. And the song just really kind of brought that out of me. Uh, I really enjoy just, like, the dips in it and, like, the, the parts where it, it kind of cuts out where I broke the, the chord, I mean, the, the bridge right there. I really just kind of saw myself in the club, strobe lights, green lights, you know what I'm saying? It felt like a 2000s music video. And I just kind of really wanted to encapsulate that. So now, I hope that answers the question. Yeah. Now, on this journey of, I guess I'm going to say, the new you, but not so much the new you as it is so much more refining and redefining who you are, is that what led you to get back in the gym and start posting them fucking thirst trap ass pictures with that motherfucker? <laughs> Like, is, 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 is that what we're doing? you want to tell me something? Uh, I mean, partially, like, I've always been kind of active. Even when I was in a relationship, uh, I had a trainer. Like, I was always working out and stuff. But it wasn't to the intensity that I was in, like, right now. Uh, a big proponent of why I got back in the gym is because I'm going on tour next month with uh, Serpent with Feet. And I was planning, I'm planning on not wearing too many clothes. Oh. I plan on coming to buy my shirt a lot. And I just wanted to have everything okay. tight for that. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. It was about my breakup, but it was also like, I'm finna show everybody, like, fuck this shit. Like, let's go. So now, as we talk about the breakup, right, another lover, another lover, I'm going to add, did you go to another lover, or is a, another lover a synonym for you being the lover, so you being in love with yourself? No, I was definitely out here fucking a lot of people. Um, yeah, I definitely, it was, it was, like, the second verse I started naming off all the niggas I was talking about, like, I really did, I was really talking to, like, all the niggas, and it's not like... It's not like a, a, a brag or nothing because anybody can fuck anybody. Like, it, everybody's fucking somebody, whatever. But for me in that moment, I had never been able to step into and claim my sexuality and be proud of my sexuality. Mm. And so after this relationship, I was like, I actually had more of a confidence boost because I'm like, no, like, there are people who want to see me and want to, like, be around me, and I've been not doing that shit because, you know, I wanted to, be, you know, I wanted to do this, this other thing. I, I chose a different path. It's all good now, but to answer your question straight out, at that moment when I was writing this song, I was definitely outside and exploring a lot. Here he is. It was a hot boy summer. 
It was a hot winter. It was a hot spring. It was a hot summer. It was, it's going to be a hot winter. It was a hot year. It's been a hot-ass year. Boiling. Okay. Now, tell me this. Another lover has dropped. The fans have heard it. They've been engaged. What's the feedback been like for you? You know what's crazy? It's, I got kind of like an influx of followers. And the people who were talking to me about it have just been like, I, I keep dancing to this song. I listen to this song all the time. Um, I premiered the song at a show that I had a few weeks, like a few months ago, and the feedback then was really good. People were like taking the lyrics that they heard at the show and posting them on their captions on Instagram and stuff. I knew that the song had a, a really good, was gonna have a good impact, and people have really responded well to it. Um, I will say, I think some people didn't expect for me to be as candid about myself and about what I was going through. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are like, and a lot of my music, I don't say dick and ass or whatever, but I'm just at this place now where I'm just like, I want to feel free in my music to create. So I've had some people really come out and be like, man, like, it's just good to see you doing what you want to do and doing something different and not being afraid. And throughout all my music, that's kind of where I go. I feel like I'm an R&B artist but I'm very eclectic, and I'm going to write to and perform and sing the music that resonates to me with me at that time in my life to kind of, like, encapsulate it. So I feel like people have been really surprised and very supportive of the journey that I'm on. It makes me feel really good. Absolutely. Now, tell me this. When you enter into your next relationship, will you approach it differently than you approached the last one? thousand percent, yes. Okay. Um, I had a lot of preconceived notions about what love is mm. and what relationships have to look like in order for them to be successful. Okay. And I don't think I'll take that, I don't think I'll take such rigid expectations into my next relationship. Mm. Um, and with that being said, I am very far away from, I think, trying to entertain the idea of being in another, in another relationship anytime soon. Right. I have a lot of work to do. I have a lot of healing to do. Um, I've noticed, I've come to the realization that, like, I have some, some toxicity, like, within myself that needs to be dealt with, healed, and handled. Not to say that, like, I'm not deserving of love even at this stage in my life, but the kind of love that I want needs to be coming from myself. Like, I need to take care of myself. Right. You know. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I think we have this, um, we have this thing within us, people like us, people like you and me, people who tend to nurture by nature, people who tend to be natural born givers, right? We have this thing where we want to heal everybody else but we don't really allow ourselves time to do it. And I think the fact that you can recognize that and understand it and appreciate that and start to work on it to whatever you do, I think that definitely is such an impact great you're already The next time you find love, you're going to be even greater. So I commend you for that. Now tell me about this tour. So you're about to hit the road soon. So what can the fans expect other than you got them taking your goddamn shirt off all the time, right? What can the fans expect? 
hit the road and bring the show to the city near them? Man, this is my first tour ever. Uh, shout out to Serpent for giving me this amazing opportunity. Um, I'm re- I'm just I'm excited beyond whatever. So when I'm on stage, you're gonna see a lot of my personality. I'm gonna talk a little bit, but you're gonna hear like all this new music. Like I have new music coming out in November. So I'm going to give the fans, like, an opportunity to hear some of my new stuff. You're going to hear some of my old classics. Of course, I'm going to be doing behavior. Um, I'm going to be serving some looks. I'm definitely going to be, yeah, I put a lot of time and dedication into figuring out, like, how everything's going to translate across. I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm excited to meet some new people. I'm just going to be singing, bro. I'm going to be singing and dancing and entertaining and smiling. And I put the set list together with Danny the other day, and it's sexy. Like, it's kind of like a journey throughout where I've been, where I'm at, and where I'm going type shit. So, on that journey, we we know that behavior was 2020, right? Um, behavior just shut it down to a whole nother level. But if you take it back to 2018, we go back to solid gold. Um, you know, 2020 left my soul, changed my life, right? So. Solid Gold 2018, Bless My Soul, picked up in 2020 with this life-changing, look-inside-yourself kind of ism. Then you come back with the behavior piece, which is, like, forces us to feel the love. Now as we transcend two years later, where are you at as an artist? Which state do you own as an artist, as the artist of all my so really great question. Um, as an artist, I would say I'm really tapped into my voice. I'm really tapped into like what my truth is, and I use my music to manifest the life that I'm trying to have. So with my writing right now, um, so let me go back just a little bit. I was writing. I wrote and recorded a project that was supposed to come out in 2021. Uh, and the first single off of it was going to be Love Me Some You. Mm. That got postponed because of, like, some restructuring at my label as well as just some stuff, some, some personal stuff on my side. Um, and so, yeah, so that got paused. Love Me Some You came out earlier this year, and I'm going to put the entire project out in November. So with that, I'm still in this place where I'm trying to – conceptualize the whole thing and make it, you know, enjoyable for everybody who, who gets it, who receives right. it. I want people to be able to be a part of the experience. Um, so that's, that's just kind of where I'm at right now is I'm learning how to take all the different pieces, incorporate them into this one package, and then present it versus having, like, a piece here, a piece there. I just want to be, like, consistent, and I want everything to be, like, Easy to digest, if that makes sense. Okay, absolutely. Within this process of evolution, revelation, and personal articulation, what's one thing you learned about yourself, the person? Not, not the artist, not just the ism that you bring, but the person. What's one thing you learned about yourself for the past two years? that you're really holding on to for you? 
Most recently, and like I said earlier, just kind of going back to that, just recognizing the toxicity in my behaviors and my outlook and just a lot of different things, I've been kind of taking the journey back in time a little bit to, like, see where it started. Why, why is it like this? And I'm a very self-aware person. Like, people who know me, I, like, my self-awareness has grown over, like, the last few years, and my friends always can tell me that they've seen that. But I'm trying to take it from not just being self-aware of, like, identifying what the issue is, but then healing it. And where I'm at as a person right now is I just know that I need to change certain things in order for me to get the life I want and keep the life I want. Mm. And I would say letting go is actually the, the biggest thing in my life ever. Mm. Learning how to be okay with not getting my way, with being rejected, like just flat out rejected, like just learning how to be okay and letting stuff go if they need to be let go is the ultimate flex for me now. Okay. I don't want to feel I, – I have more reason coming out. I'm, I'll get more into it then. But I don't ever want to feel the way I felt in my last relationship again. Mm. I don't want to feel like – I don't. I never want to feel like I'm holding on – to dear life, okay. like in another relationship, like I'm like I'm trying to force it because that's like self sabotage. So, I I have like historically self sabotaged myself, and this is the longest time that I've gone in just doing the next right thing, just because it's the right thing for me, and not because I'm trying to look a certain way for somebody or get a group of people to accept me. Like no, like I do what I do now, even the gym shit. Like, yeah, I'm glad everybody else can appreciate it, and I, I, I appreciate the comments and all that, but I really be in the gym because it helps my fucking mental health. Yeah. And I be in the gym because it gives me a routine which shows myself how to love myself and show up mm-hmm. for myself on a consistent basis. I love so that's just where I'm at right now. It's like it's focus season. It's me season. I'm, I'm loving on my fucking self every single day, even when it's fucking hard. I, I show up every single day. I take care of myself. I feed myself. I nurture myself. I console myself. I empower myself. Like, and I go out and I be a part of my community. Like I said, I've been out more than I normally have in my entire life. Like going places, meeting new people, all that type of shit. Like that's a part of my life now. And I hate that it took me so long to get it, but now that I have it, I'm not going to let that freedom and that power go for nobody and nothing. Yes. So tell me this. I, I'm going to ask you a personal question, and you don't have to answer because, you know, I know you in real life, so my personal questions be personal. You feel me? Um, I feel you. Apollo Mighty, the person, the man, the individual the not, that I love, as you reflect upon some things, have you ever felt or do you feel or did you feel that you had to dim your light so others didn't feel uncomfortable as them being a part of your life? All the time. Mm. All the fucking time. Like, my, my entire life. Um, 
all of my life I have been told that my foundation as a person, the person that I naturally was, was, like, not good enough. Wow. They, we teach kids and people, like, through our religion and stuff, which is, which is I'm going to segue kind of back and forth here. That had a big part in why I wrote this song and I put this song out the way that it was. Because I, I could have, like, you know, edited some things and made it a little bit more PG and made it, you know what I'm saying, whatever. But I'm, I just looked at my life and saw all the times where I was made to feel disgusting, um, undervalued, misunderstood, uh, rejected by people who said they love me. And I know that they didn't do it, like, intentionally. Like, they were basically just going off of the shit that they had been taught, and that's fine. I can have grace for all that shit. But it didn't leave me a lot of love to give myself at the end of the fucking day. And I felt stifled in who I wanted to be as a person for a very long time because there were so many people who I, I thought I needed who would not give me that validation. Ooh, okay, okay. So I stopped searching for it. I stopped asking for it because they're never going to give it to me. And even in some of my other personal relationships that came later on, you know what's so crazy? It's people's covert codependency. Yeah. Because people will have you thinking that it's love, and they'll give you certain things, and they'll show you certain affections because, like, they've learned you. that They know what it is that you need to get from them. And they'll give you, like, a little bit of it in exchange for you validating being mistreated or, or giving them more than what you actually can offer. And that's happened in a lot of my relationships, most of my relationships, if I'm being honest. I do have a, 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 a few core group of friends that have never asked me to do anything but be me, and those, that's my family. Those are the people who love me for me. And I can show up, no haircut, baggy jeans, like, you know, so I can show up, like, my nails ain't done, my hair ain't cut, like, all this shit, and they're going to be like, are you hungry? Do you want to go out? Like, what's good? Like, it's just me as the person. Right. But I have, I have spent all of my life, 30-plus years, trying to, like, mold myself and fix myself and, and pretend to be this other person and not say too much and not be too happy, not laugh too loud, not sing too much, not dance too bad. Like, all this shit. I'm not doing that shit for nobody. Okay, ever, ever again, at least not today. Like, all I can do is tell myself what I'm not going to do today. And today, if I want to go shake my ass, I'm going to shake my ass. If your grandma there and she got a problem with it, tell your grandma to, get, to hit the fucking bricks. Get the fuck on. I don't get no fuck no more. Because they don't get no fuck about, how, how, about what they do to us to make us feel like we ain't good enough. They ain't never stopped a sermon yet to be like, you know what? We might be hurting the gay people with this shit. Maybe I shouldn't say this. No, they keep preaching that shit every fucking week. Mm. And they don't feel no ways. None of that. Fuck out of here. Mm. Okay. okay. That's where I'm at. To answer your question, yes. Woo! All right. Another lover and brought us another nigga. I mean, what's goody? Period. 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 I, I'm not for the bullshit, bro. I'm really... You know what's so crazy? I've never been for the bullshit. I've, I've been afraid to pop my shit for so long because I've had people, that's another fucking thing. I've had people tell me that my image is really like 
I don't do too much. Like, they would never know that I was gay because you're listening to my music. I don't be doing too much. I don't be talking about niggas like that, da, 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 da. I'm going to talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. Right. I'm going to sing it however I want to sing it. You ain't got to hit play, but you know you want to. You know you want to. Period. So Period. I'm not going to. So, it, I mean, I'm going to let you lie to yourself. You're not going to lie to me. And you're not going to have me lying because you a liar. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I told you all the latest, the greatest, and the exclusive, and this is the motherfucking exclusive because he know he can talk his shit with me, and I'm going to talk it. He's going to walk that walk, talk that talk, shawty. Talk Talk your shit, mighty. Talk your shit, King Mighty. Oh, yeah, I ain't tell y'all. I'm going to shit up on that project. So listen, um, do me a favor. (laughs) Those who want to stay in the know, be in tune, all things you, another lover, the next lover, the new lover, the love of you, and all of that. Where can they find you in the world of all things you? Man, you can hit my Instagram, Apollo Mighty. It's Apollo Mighty on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, all that. My website stays updated with all of my shows, all of my merch. I got new merch coming out soon. Um, all the tour dates I posted on there, you can get them. You can get them off my website, with Circle with Feet, my website, all of that. So you can hit my website, just find links to everything, or you can just go straight to my Instagram. You can do it there, too. There it is. The man. I'm very accessible. Yeah, he is, but y'all better back the fuck back. Anyways, another lover, streaming now, all platforms, do this shit, because he's going to talk his shit. New project coming out later this year. He said it. Apollo Mighty. With everything in me, I appreciate you. I thank you. I enjoy what it is that you bring to the world of music. I enjoy the person who you are. I enjoy this realism of you that you are growing into and walking in. And I, I enjoy this element of unapologetically being you, living by your rules and your moment for your time. Thank you. For doing this, thank you for sharing. Thank you, brother. It's okay to do it and make music doing it and talking your shit while doing it. We love it. So, another lover out now. I gave it to you. He told y'all what to do it. Until next time, I'm your boy Diamond Kifon. That is Apollo Mighty, aka King Mighty. Yeah, that's the name I gave him. Just so you know, King Mighty. So yeah, um, this one what we do. So y'all go stream another lover. Let's that next project brought. Y'all be blessed. This is a Diamond Xon production.